Welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast with Jacob Ayers, providing actionable content to help you along your journey to financial freedom through real estate investing. As the premier asset class, real estate has helped ordinary people just like you amass fortunes. The benefits of passive income from real estate investing will allow you to live a life you want. And now your host, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and apartment deal syndicator, Jacob Ayers. Hi, and welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Jacob Ayers, and this is Friday Fundamentals. I'm so glad you're tuning in today. There's been a lot of change in our world the past few months, and I hope everything is going well with you and you're seeing the opportunities in life rather than all the challenges. I know it can be hard to have that perspective sometimes, but anyways, on to today's Friday Fundamental. This week's Friday Fundamental is negotiating seller financing. Now, lately, I've been talking a lot about seller financing, and for good reason, I think it's a great strategy. In episode 319, we explored what exactly seller financing means, how to identify scenarios where it works best, and why it works for both the buyer and the seller. Today, let's talk more about how to specifically negotiate this seller financing. If you haven't yet listened to episode 319, I recommend to go give that a listen. It's less than 15 minutes, I think. But for a quick recap, let's first revisit what seller financing is. So seller financing is when the seller finances the property for the buyer. Sometimes this is called carrying the note, holding the paper, and even sometimes rent to own, although that last term is oftentimes misused. Seller financing entails the current owner or seller, same person, letting the buyer make payments directly to him or her, rather than requiring the buyer to go out and get a loan from a bank and paying the entire purchase price up front. As such, the seller is financing the property for the buyer, hence the term seller financing. To successfully negotiate seller financing, it helps to understand the benefits to not only you, but more importantly, to the seller. Some of these benefits include, one, the seller will make a return on the money they lend the buyer. So rather than taking the proceeds from a traditional sale and putting it all in, let's say, a savings account earning, who knows, 0.01% interest, the seller could instead lend you the money earning 4, 6, 8, 10%, whatever interest rate that you both agree to. Whatever that rate is, it's likely much higher than what they could expect to get by putting that money back in the bank in a savings account, CD, etc. The second benefit is the seller can still get a large initial payment in the form of a down payment, followed up with the monthly mortgage payments. 
Three, carrying the note allows the seller to still quote-unquote invest while being more passive. Rather than managing the property, collecting rents, and being responsible for the maintenance and all that comes with the day-to-day responsibilities, the seller can sit back and cash your mortgage checks every month while earning a return on their money. And four, tax deferral. This may be the biggest benefit to the seller of any. If the seller sells their property for all cash, assume the buyer is borrowing the purchase amount, then the seller will be responsible for paying capital gains tax, assuming they own the property for greater than a year. Now, by agreeing to seller financing, they spread their tax liability out over a greater amount of time. Now, I highly recommend you talk with your CPA and urge the seller to do the same. Everyone's tax situation is different, but this can often help the seller avoid a large tax liability, and that point alone should always be highlighted. I probably should have started with it in the list. And lastly, five, there are costs with selling real estate, as you know. Agents' fees, banks' fees, closing costs, title work, etc. With seller financing, many of those costs are minimized and some are avoided altogether. So once you have a good understanding of the benefits of seller financing, you can begin to craft different pitches and selling points. Remember, Just because you are buying a property doesn't mean you're not selling both yourself as a reputable and knowledgeable investor, but also you're selling the idea of seller financing to this potential seller. Now, you'll also have to overcome objections and concerns from the buyer. Knowing these common objections and concerns from the seller's perspective will help you be more prepared in overcoming those and being able to provide solutions to them. Some common objections are, one, that dreaded due-on-sale clause in many mortgages. This is a clause in many mortgages that says the mortgage can be called due upon the sale of the property. In other words, if you sell the property, you have to pay the bank. Makes sense, especially from the bank's perspective, right? Well, I've personally never heard of a note being called due, especially if it's performing or being paid, in other words. Now, there are many more experienced people than I am that will tell you the exact same thing. They've also never heard it being called due. There are even attorneys that refute the notion that seller financing is, in fact, a sale. They contend that it's an agreement to sale rather than a sale. So this is often the biggest objection to seller financing from the owner. I would always recommend the owner to do what they are comfortable with and then point them towards knowledge resources from attorneys, etc. They can even talk to their lender. Sometimes lenders are okay with this type of agreement. The second objection is concern about the legitimacy of turning over keys for the agreement in monthly payments. Now, have an attorney who specializes in real estate law 
write a specific contract for this particular transaction. This will protect both parties and ensure that the agreement is upheld and also help settle your seller's concerns about the legitimacy of this as the transaction is backed by a legal binding contract. And three, receiving payments over time rather than the entire sale price at once. Now, there are several points we just covered about how to overcome this objective. Those include the benefits of tax deferral, earning interest on their money, and just an overall better option than putting money in a low-yield account, like a savings account, CD, etc. So going back to those benefits, use those as points to overcome that particular objection. Understanding both the benefits to the seller and how to overcome objections will help you better negotiate seller financing and ultimately create win-win scenarios. Seller financing isn't always the right solution, but when it is, it can be a great opportunity for you as the investor to purchase investment property and at the same time help the property owner. Going back to episode 319, I mentioned and recommended a few books on the topics of negotiation and communication. Those were Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss, Exactly What to Say by Phil Jones, and Influence the Psychology of Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. I think these are great books for you to pick up if you're interested in improving your communication and negotiation skills. I think it's a great skill to have in your tool belt. Now, when we're talking about seller financing, of course, don't listen to me when it comes to legal and tax advice. I know practically nothing. Have a CPA and a real estate attorney advise you on these subjects. That much is imperative. Absolutely do that. Don't take my advice as that of a professional. Now, I hope you learned something you may not have realized about seller financing. When it all comes together, it's a great solution for both the buyer and the seller. After all, as a real estate investor, you are a problem solver and you get compensated in direct proportion to the level of problems you solve. So add this to your toolbox and make offers I challenge you to look for opportunities where seller financing may work and make an offer this week. I made this same challenge in episode 319 and I heard some great feedback from you guys. I want to continue to hear how it's going for you. So go out there, make offers, continue progressing. I look forward to hearing how it goes for you. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Friday Fundamentals. This podcast was brought to you by Ayers Acquisitions. Ayers Acquisitions is a real estate investment company that acquires cash-flowing real estate in emerging markets with a focus on multifamily investments. We seek value-add opportunities in recession-resistant markets and properties that generate strong returns for our qualified investors. To learn more about investment strategies and processes, visit www.ayers.com acquisitions.com. There you can schedule a call with me personally to connect further. As always, engineer the lifestyle you want. You've been listening to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, providing you actionable content to build your real estate empire. 
Nothing on this show should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for personal advice. The opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have a potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom, LLC, exclusively.